calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Morning Woods. I'm Miles Tridel, writer, producer, and narrator of this episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider writing a review and sharing the show with your friends and family. Thanks for listening. Kayla loved just about anything to do with nature. She was an avid hiker and when she had crossed off just about every trail in the state, she began to create her own paths. Using satellites, she would locate a geographical feature to explore. A river, lake, rock structure, anything that looked interesting and potentially undisturbed by human hands. On a cloudy Saturday morning, Kayla packed her gear for a trek into the forest near the southern border of the state. Her destination was a group of three small ponds located five or six miles from the road, It would be a short hike, but the radar in the sky above her made her worry she would have to cut her trip short if she tried to tackle anything more ambitious. She drove about an hour to the forest and found a spot to pull off the road. She scratched a quick note on the back of a receipt she found in a cup holder. Hiking. Will return soon for vehicle. Please do not tow. She wrote the date and time just to make sure anyone who stopped to check on her car would know the note was written recently. Kayla slid the note under the windshield. She sent a text to her brother, something he'd asked her to do when she went exploring alone, and told him where she was. Feeling like she'd covered all the bases, Kayla set off into the forest. The trees were still bare from winter, but there were signs of spring revival closer to the ground. Little stems were poking out from beneath layers of damp leaves, which gave off that strange aroma of decay that is somehow not unpleasant. Kayla did her best to avoid trampling on any of the young plants as she followed her compass south towards the ponds. 
Kayla looked to the sky often to gauge the heaviness of the clouds above. The naked branches made it appear the trees were reaching up, begging for the sky to unleash the downpour of sweet rain upon them. The swirling clouds were darker than when she started the hike, but Kayla was confident she still had enough time to reach the ponds. When she was about a mile away from her goal, Kayla tripped on something buried beneath the leaves. Determining she was unhurt, she got up and brushed herself off. She brushed away some of the debris to find what she had stumbled on and uncovered the edge of a large, flat stone. Finding it strange for such a stone to be in the forest, so far from any rocky areas, she uncovered the whole thing and discovered she was not the first person to have come through the area. The stone bore a crude carving. Some of the letters had been worn out, but Kayla could still read what it said. When the lightning draws near, the dead will appear. Kayla rolled her eyes at the creepy rhyme. People had often asked her if she saw anything strange on her expeditions. She was pretty sure the Blair Witch Project was the reason her brother made her text him whenever she went into the woods. Kayla didn't believe in any of that paranormal stuff, though, and she definitely was not worried about zombies. She brushed one more stubborn, wet leaf off her elbow and continued on. Nearly at the ponds, Kayla heard the first roll of thunder. It sounded distant, and she hadn't seen any lightning, but she picked up her pace. The first pond finally came into view between the trees, and Kayla breathed a sigh of relief. She pulled out her phone and took a panoramic photo of the still water and cattails. She walked around the edge of the water, surprised not to hear the croaking of frogs and chirping of insects that usually accompany those types of locations. Another burst of thunder, much louder than the first, made her continue to the next pond. It didn't take her long to locate the second, smaller pond. She held up her phone to snap another photo, but just as she pressed the shutter button, lightning cracked the sky above. It made her jump and drop her phone, which thankfully landed on her boot and not the muddy ground. She laughed at herself for being startled and picked up the phone to see if she needed to take another photo. Her photo captured the pond, but it also caught something else. On the opposite bank of her was a silhouette. It was shrouded in fog, but the figure was unmistakably human. Kayla zoomed in on the shape, not believing her eyes. She looked out across the pond to where the person would have been standing, but saw nothing. Lightning flashed again, this time close enough to illuminate everything around her with a bright, white light. This time, she saw it with her own eyes. Across the pond, a ghostly apparition was staring at her. It was gone as quickly as it appeared, but then something splashed loudly in the first pond behind her. Kayla started to panic. She decided to give up on finding the third pond and get back to her car. As she turned around and began to run, a third lightning strike lit up the area again. A tall, transparent figure flashed right in front of her, and she fell to the ground screaming. The ghost disappeared as thunder boomed around her, reverberating in her chest and head, but she could still feel the presence around her. Something splashed in one of the ponds, but she didn't turn to look. She kept her eyes trained straight ahead and ran as fast as she dared over the uneven ground. The hair on the back of her neck stood, and Caleb braced for another lightning strike. She closed her eyes tight and kept moving forward. The flash was so bright she could see it through her squeezed eyelids. She bumped into something soft and cold, but when she opened her eyes, there was nothing there. She screamed again, and with tears running down her cheeks, she fought her instinct to curl into a ball and pressed forward. Unsure of how much time had passed, 
Kayla found some comfort when she reached the big stone. That is, until she saw the warning scratched on its surface again. Reading it now, she believed it. As if to cement the truth, lightning flashed once more. She kept her eyes open this time and quickly wished she hadn't. The forms of men, women, and children surrounded her. She could see them lurking between the trees, staring at her with hollow eyes and blank expressions. A cold hand touched the back of her neck, and she fell to the ground finally collapsing in terror. As the loudest thunder yet rolled through the forest, rain started to fall in heavy waves. Her skin forgot the memory of the phantom hand as cold rain splashed against it. Kayla stood. Her hands and knees slipped on the wet leaves as she did, and she knew running would be much more treacherous in the rain. She focused on putting one foot in front of the other, and managed to reach a clearing where she felt certain nothing would jump out and surprise her. The constant anticipation of the next flash and the fear of what it would illuminate gave her buzzing limbs stimulation her spirit lacked. Kayla never saw the next bolt of lightning. She never heard the shrieking crack of thunder that followed right behind it. She felt heat. She felt impact from within her, as if her heart was a hand grenade, and everything went black. That's the story Kayla told the doctors when she woke up two days later. As a lightning strike victim suffering a severe case of hypothermia, they were amazed she was speaking at all and not surprised by the quote, nonsense narrative she was repeating to anyone who would listen. Her brother, although skeptical, wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt. He traveled to the forest on a cloudless day at the behest of his babbling sibling. Using a GPS, he navigated to the coordinates the police had pinged her phone to the day she was found unconscious in the leaves. From that point, he began hiking towards the three ponds she told him about. Roughly a mile from the ponds, he came upon a large, flat rock. A partial, muddy footprint, about his sister's size, would have been enough to convince him she had been there. But there was another piece of evidence that confirmed Kayla's story and froze her brother in place. It was the inscription scratched in the stone. When the lightning draws near, the dead will appear. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.